Hey everybody, welcome back to the Reclamation Podcast, where our goal is to help you reclaim good practices for life and leadership in Christ, powered by Greg Fay Insurance. If you haven't talked to my friend Greg Frey yet, you've got to do it today. He's going to give you the insurance coverage you need, the customer service you deserve. The entire team of agents are there to help you. Go to gregfayinsurance.com. Well, guys, it's a deeper dive episode. You know what that means. It's me and you, 15 minutes or less. We're going to dive deep into the episode, just something that I kind of want to riff on. And what I love about it is that it's just me and you, me and you working together like I do with my coaching clients. This is some of the thoughts that oftentimes make our way into these conversations are very similar to what I get to do with the amazing clients that I'm sharing uh, thoughts and time with every single week. This week on the podcast, Mark Cook, spelled K-O-A-C-H, right? They call him Cookie for short. Mark Cook is a movie producer, a founder of Prelude Pictures, just a wild guy. And man, could he tell some stories. Wow, I loved his storytelling. What a gift. One of the things that I wanted to tell you guys, since it's just me and you, is that his book, First First Hour of Every Day, the one he's giving away for free at his website, which, by the way, is just bananas. It's actually a workbook. So don't pick it up thinking that it's uh, nonfiction or infotainment or it's more of its story. It's a workbook to help you work through that first hour of every single day. Mark is so passionate. He believes that, and I do too, that if, if men especially spent the first hour of their every day with the Lord, a lot of things in the world will change. And a lot of people will change and relationships will change. This is the way that I feel about disciple making. It's the way that I feel about intentionality and disciplines. It's a lot of the reason that I'm in coaching is because this is how people change. And so don't forget if you want a free copy of his workbook, they're giving him away for free. And Mark is just doing incredible ministry. So be sure to follow him. Make sure you go back and listen to that episode. Now, I will tell you that there is something in that episode that really struck me as I was listening to him talk about his moral failures, very openly and honestly, his moral failures. One of the things that he said is he said he was living in sin, basically drinking and drugging with Hollywood A-listers, and someone rolled up to his front door, knocked on his door, and began to talk to him about the truth, about the gospel. Basically, they rolled up to his front door and pulled him out, pulled him out of sin, right? They, they took him to church the very next day. The whole thing was a setup. The pastor knew he was there. His wife knew he was there. The guy who pulled him out of sin knew he was there. And I, listen, guys, I'm just blown away by that. I'm blown away by that. And, and not for the reason that you think. Here's what struck me about this. I left wrestling with the question, who in your life right now loves you enough to set you up to pull you out of sin? Who in your life loves you enough to set you up to pull you out of sin? If you're a leader, one of the things that I see over and over again in these coaching sessions that I'm doing, these business development and strategic sessions, I'm seeing so much loneliness. 
men and women who are leading at a super high level who don't have anyone on the walk with them. They don't have a friend. They don't have somebody who's going to do the very things that are required um, if someone's going down a path they shouldn't. This became even more apparent to me as one of the people that I'm connected to on the internet who I was going to record a podcast with, her husband fell into a moral failure. And it had been going on for a long time, multiple years. Who in, who in that man's life didn't love him enough to tell him what was going on, to pull him out of sin, to be truthful about it? Scripture's very clear, guys. Following Jesus is a team sport. One of my favorite podcasters, Annie F. Downs, she says, there, nothing in your life should be secret. There are things in your life that should be private. You should have a private life, not a secret life. And if you're a leader and you've got a secret life, you need to find a friend, somebody who can pull you out of that, somebody who can direct you to where you need to go. Paul, in the book of Hebrews, he talks about this very thing. He says, starting in verse 23 of chapter 10, let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds. Verse 25, 10, 25. Let us not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another all the more as you see the day approaching. Man, I've probably preached on this verse um, geesh, three, four, five times. It's just one of those important verses for me. Let us not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another all the more as you see the day approaching. Guys, girls, everybody following Jesus is a team sport. You can't do it by yourself. You have to begin to develop deep friendship, personal friendship, the kind of friendship that transforms you from where you are to where God is calling you to, the kind of friendship that Rolls up at your house, knocks on the door, and pulls your butt out of sin. That's just the truth. Now, look, one of the things that I've realized as I've gotten into my 40s is that it is hard to make deep friends, right? It's really hard to develop deep friendships. And so I'm going to give you uh, something that I heard recently about deep friendships and about how we begin to cultivate deeper relationships. And the two words are this. We have to stop giving people our attention. Instead, give them our intention. If you want to develop deep friendships, you have to stop giving them your attention and instead give them your intention. What does that mean? Attention. I see you. I hear you. I feel you. All those things. Intention. I show up in your life on purpose to talk about Jesus, to walk with you in Jesus. Intention has a lot to do with how you show up. If you're willing to show up, your weekly meetings, your phone calls, your check-ins, right? Attention, if you give someone your attention, what you are is a fan. If you give someone your intention, what you are is a friend. Attention yields fans. Intention yields friends. It yields real relationships. Now, this is true 
for the people in your life, but it's also true with your relationship with Jesus. Some of y'all are just been giving Jesus your attention and not your intention. Watching Jesus instead of following Jesus. That's a, that's a whole different podcast. What I'm telling you is that there are, are men and women in your world right now who need your intentional presence. They need you to intentionally show up. If you want to yield the kind of results that says, I love you enough to roll up at your house, knock on your door, and call your butt out of sin, then you need intentional actions, intentional dialogue, intentional meetings. That's one of the reasons why coaching is is such a rewarding um, field is because people give us their intention. right? When you pay a coach, you give someone their intention. I have a coach myself. And I give him my intention. We show up and we work on things intentionally. And because I'm paying them, we're not wasting time. We're working through stuff. We're making it work for us. So listen, if you're in your life right now, if you don't have anyone in your life that you're giving intentional time to, I want to challenge you. Find a deeper friendship. Find an intentional friendship. Find someone who you're willing to show up if they call or you're willing to call them out if they sin. And if they're wrecking their lives or their marriage or their whatever, love them enough to set them up and show up at their door and pull them out of sin. Following Jesus is a team sport. I know I've said that before. It's one of those things that we have to do together. Let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. Not giving up meeting, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another. And all the more as you see the day approaching. Friends, that's our podcast today. Do me a favor. Spend some time thinking about your attention versus your intention. Show up for a friend. Develop those deep relationships. That's what it's all about. Hey, I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for our opportunity to connect. As always, if you need anything from me, I'm embarrassingly easy to find at TWMilt on Instagram and Facebook. You can also hook up with me on LinkedIn or go to my website, follow the number two leadcoaching.com. We'd love to connect with you there. I'm so thankful for each and every one of you. And remember, if you want to follow Jesus, you must be willing to move.